Oh, and welcome to Hashtag Unofficial, the Hashtag Unofficial podcast of Pirate Mastorg. This is Hashtag Not the Epilogue. In fact, the Epilogue's Epilogue. Pirate Mastorg, Season 10, Last Saskatchewan Pirates. I'm here with the wonderful Minty who placed fifth in that season. How are you doing, Minty? I'm great, thank you. Yeah, I think it's been a good while since the season ended, but I think uh, I think that's a good thing. I've uh, I've I've got, gotten a lot of perspective since uh, actually doing the season, so I'm I'm pretty happy to give some honest answers, give you all the tea that you need. Right. Um, I think uh, the ego is kind of dropped at some point, right? The ego. I'm not saying you had an I, ego, I'm saying... I'm oh, no, you're right, though. I did have a bit of an ego. I was a right little diva back then. Yeah. I think you were like a... Uh, what's it called? You are a... How's a, how's a fun way to put this? You were like a very tall kid amongst some <laughs> NBA players. <laughs> How dare you? I, I I did do a bit shit on my first season though, so I think I was a bit kind of I wasn't as well matched uh, compared to like there was some people there who like there were winners there like uh, what's uh, Kevin had played like twice and gone far both times and I was like the first ghost crew member, so I was like, do I really belong here? <laughs> Right. I mean, very clearly. Oh, thank very you. Very clearly you did. Oh. No. I thought you played a great game. Personally, oh, thank you very much. Oh, thank you. We were on the uh, same side of it for most of it, so... Was yeah, that... oh gosh. You were there for a, for a good time, not a long time. Yeah, no, I lived it up while I could. <laughs> Um, but you're talking about you, not me. People have heard enough about me. Uh, what were your goals going into the season? Uh, I think, uh, yeah. So, I, I mean, as I said before, I did kind of shite on the first season that I did. So, um, well, I, I think not that I played really badly and got myself voted out. I think I just, um, I didn't spend my money when I had the chance. Uh, I didn't really go as deep with the personal relationships as I maybe should have been. Um, so I think, yeah, going into this season, I wanted to make it further than I did before and also kind of be a bit more of a main character, like go for the captain seas, um, like make, make really, really tight bonds, all that kind of stuff. Um, because, yeah, I think the first time I played super, super messy and just, like, got myself kicked out 10th place. Um, but this time I was so much happier with all of the relationships that I made. And, yeah, everybody on the cast was, like, pretty, pretty cool. Um, yeah, so, so yeah, I just wanted to play a cleaner game. And, yeah, I, I, and I honestly, I feel like um, this was kind of, like, the peak <laughs> I feel like that's the best I can do when it comes to orgs. Um, like my performance on season ten was is 
about as good as I can get. Right. And so do you mean that like you don't think you have a winning game in you, or do you think that like the start you had everything uh, you had was out of a winning game and the stars just didn't align in the right way for you? I think, yeah, I think there's a couple little things that could have gone a little bit differently and I maybe could have won. Um, but yeah, I, I think I, th- I think a lot of the time, like with these orgs, I never really knew what kind of game player I was meant to be. Um, like, I didn't know if I was like meant to be like an antagonist or if i was like a big moves kind of like backstabby kind of a person but with this season i kind of figured out what i was meant to be i guess like i feel like i'm a very very social player i'm all about making really nice bonds and just staying loyal to who i feel the best with i kind of figured out during this season that the kind of player that i am is that i i just want to get as far as i can with the people that i feel the best about losing too and then if i if and then from there like if i'm in a winning position then good if that makes sense makes perfect sense yeah i, I think this time I, it just so happened that oh sorry i think we're very similar in that regard oh yeah yeah because you made it pretty far on your first one were you kind of like the same there I got third place there, and I was, you know, very loyal to the people I was loyal to. I'm a villain, an antagonist to the people I wasn't so loyal to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think that's kind of like the way that I play then as well. Yeah, because like when exactly. Kim like backstabbed me later on, I was like, oh, "This prick," and I built him up as like a villain in my head. <laughs> so I think, yeah, I think that's kind of like how I am in real life. I am like a very loyal person. I try my best to be as kind as possible all the time, and I kind of avoid conflicts. Um, so I feel like that that kind of personality fed itself into who i was in this org right you know i think you inevitably become who you are in some sort of way Mm. yeah 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 i definitely figured some stuff out about myself through the way that i played you know right through your um like willing participation and like emotional trauma (laughs) no there's no emotional trouble i'll tell you what like in the past like well in the past like three years ago when i was playing orgs whenever i realized that i was properly fucked and that i was about to get evicted or eliminated or whatever i was like going out like dragging my nails (laughs) at the walls like trying my best like and i was super antagonistic i was super like fuck you for trying to get me out like all that kind of stuff like i'll be a bitter juror but this time when i found out that um there wasn't as much that i could i was just like finding whatever avenues that i could and once i realized that there wasn't much further i could push i was just like okay i'm gonna stop pitching right now and just enjoy my last few hours with you you know that's how it was with maddie oh gotcha Hmm. so i think that ties well into my next question is who are your key allies this season you think um it changed a couple of times during the season um i think jiffa i was pretty close with him uh for a good part of the season um definitely for the first half i think i was pretty good with him 
Um, I feel like I was kind of in a tricky spot because I feel like a lot of people wanted me to be their ally, but I couldn't commit to every single person. Um, I definitely was looking to you as a potential ally, but I felt like I felt like you were a bit of an outsider. Like if I committed to you, I kind of like. I think it was tricky because you didn't have as many connections. Um, so <laughs> I was like gutted that you had to go out like in the fifth episode. But um, uh, yeah, in a in a different world, I think we would have been pretty good allies if we had numbers. And then um, after the first half of the game, I think I was kind of like... I felt like Jiffa was kind of like steamrolly. Um, I felt like, yeah, he kind of like pushed his agenda forward. And I feel like he was a bit, <laughs> he was like, um, there was this one round where it was like the auction and he worked out like the perfect amount of money so that it guarantees that our alliance would get the captaincy and all that. And I, <laughs> I definitely kind of got like got a bit scared off by that. So then um, Dragon was my ally for a good bit as well. Um, um, and then Maddie for the entire time. I think Maddie was the person that I felt closest to um, for the whole game, basically. We didn't talk as much game, <laughs> but I definitely I felt like the social connection was there that I would have really liked to have gone to the very end with Maddie. Right. I mean, I think she so was say, very good yeah. at making every single person feel that way. Exactly. I feel like every person on the cast thought that they were Maddie's person, you know? I definitely felt like I was <laughs> uh, I was Maddie's person. Until I found out about the whole, like, <laughs> she, like, brainwashed poor Kim. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Beautiful. I think, um, yeah, every... Everybody thought that Maddie was theirs. I think that she was the player of the season. Yeah, I think I completely agree. Very well deserved. And her and Dragon both. Her Dragon and Kim really all just incredible games. And so did Jiffa and you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I felt really happy with her because I felt like um after like there was a couple of people who were a bit kind of like tricky to chat to because they were inactive for the first couple of votes but um i feel like for the most part like everybody had a different kind of play style everybody had something different to offer the game so i mean it, it's easy for me to say because i was like on the looking at it from a player perspective rather than a spectator perspective but yeah i, f I felt like it was a pretty good season yeah, I completely agree. I mean, I understand that the history isn't going to be kind to it in a lot of ways, sadly. Oh, why do you think that? I just don't think that the uh, host com community perceive it to be a particularly well-played season because the game wasn't super dynamic. Um, Kim and I talked about the, this a lot in his um, interview where he said everything felt very inevitable. Like, of course things happened the way they happened. <laughs> I kind of feel like though I've I have heard that like every season of Pirate Master is kind of like that that it's like okay maybe there's a bit of leeway during the pre-jury phase but then once it gets to the ghost crew phase 
like as long as there's this alliance then they can just control every single vote and then there's an alliance inside that alliance so i don't yeah i don't know like like this i've only played in two of them and i didn't get too far on my first one but i don't i don't know did you feel that with your first season um well i uh, that was what i did oh yeah 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 like i feel like every uh every season kind of plays out that way but there's like little bits that kind of change yeah i feel like it's more about the personalities within that because yeah i definitely think that each season has this kind of formula to it and i i don't know because i haven't seen enough of the seasons you know that honest hmm. Yeah, I don't, yeah, but also I think that because a lot of people that end up in the like org community came up through watching all of these like Survivor seasons and Big Brother seasons and whatever, and I feel like a lot of like when you watch actual seasons of these shows that have loads of like super fans on it, I feel like there's a formula that they have too that a lot of seasons end up the same way. So I yeah. Maybe it's just a mix of people that ends up with kind of like, like there's a formulaic strategy. There's like a playbook that everybody has to follow. Right. Yeah, I certainly, you know, prescribe to the, you know, seven rules. And I think a lot of people do as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is that the YX lost kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, that thing. Uh, I've never actually... What are their seven rules? I'm like a shit right, super so, fan. Um, someone was, was... I started an org yesterday, uh, Bob Viber All-Stars, where I'm probably going to be at a very early boot because I'm number two in their power rankings and perceived as a huge threat, so I don't perceive myself going super far. Oh. But um, I did lay out my strategy, which was just a reformulation of the seven rules. Which was number one, scheme and plot. Number two, uh, keep the scheming a secret and don't backstab until I need to. Three, be flexible. Four, let my emotions control me. I pretend to be nice and play the social game. Six, downplay my threat level and surround myself with higher threat level players. That one's kind of changed a little bit from actual rule. And then seven, vote out the weak and the, the strong the weak than the strong then one of the appendixes there are two appendixes is do whatever it takes to get idols oh yeah so i pretty much yeah. said that that was my strategy going into the season oh yeah yeah and i feel like so many people just kind of like have the same mindset from watching so many of these that are kind of like yeah and i don't think that's a bad thing at all i think that sometimes it can lead to kind of interesting manifestations of these like super fan kind of things but um yeah i mean i personally feel i mean not to toot my own horn but i think our season was pretty lit i mean i thought it was fun it was certainly fun for first little bit i thought no i thought it got two bucks in i'm being honest like it felt like there wasn't enough room to maneuver for it to be interesting because everyone locked in do these alliances where there was a very clear controlling core way too early. And I think, um, yeah, I think when I got voted out, I think there wasn't really anyone left to root for anymore. So, 
mean Choco, but she was dead. She was dead in the water. Oh no! I I actually really wanted. I thought it would have been really cool if um. So like, say if Jif had got voted out at four, and then Kim definitely would have gone voted out at three. I thought, how cool would it be if the final two <laughs> for season ten is the exact same final two as there was for season nine? Right, and you get a back-to-back Choco win. Yeah, <laughs> well, that or even better, you get Maddie redeeming herself. Yeah. Oh gosh. Oh, poor Maddie. She can. She is broke AF. She cannot get money. <laughs> she gives it all away. Hmm. She's too generous. She never gave think- me any money. What the fuck? I think a lot of the people who make it very far in these games are very good at are not great at money. Yeah, I, I think you're better off just kind of coming across. Like, I think that's how you get kept around for ages. Just kind of like coming across as like a super loyal person that like anybody can come up to at any time and like come up with a plan or get some money off of you. I think that's how you stay around in the long term. It isn't how you win exactly, but um it's it's definitely a good strategy for getting deep. Right. Being personal and flexible. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um and I, I guess Maddie as well, like it's super helpful that she is like very, very social, you know? Right, right. So um who do, what do you think are the most important votes of the game for you? Oh god. I Honestly, I feel like this is kind of like how I am in real life, that I'm always like the last person to find out if there's any like any fights or any disagreements or anything. So when I put um, like both of the times I was captain, it ended up being really, really close votes. And I had no clue (laughs) until the actual votes were coming in. So I think that the two times that I was captain, like the votes were really, really close. And I think that if if Forky stuck around a bit longer and and like his his exams came and went and he was actually able to commit 100%, I think the game would have been different. And I think that if Seamage sticks around over Shawty, then the game is very different because Seamage was playing like pretty... I think he was playing a lot more, like definitely more aggressively than Shawty. Shawty was kind of like a spare number to a lot of people. Um, So I think, yeah, I think those two votes changed the game quite a bit. I agree with that. That makes sense. Forky about Roy blew everything up. Yeah, and I had no clue. <laughs> I just put these three people up because I was like, I don't know any of you. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like, um, like the votes come out and it's like um, six five zero or something like that. And I was like, oh damn! <laughs> I was really shocked. Um, but I, I think the game shakes up very differently if Forky's able to commit one hundred percent. And no question. Hmm. Um, okay, let's see. How do you feel about your placement? I feel pretty, I mean, it would have been lovely to win. Um, but I, I, I think the way that I come into orgs or anything like that these days is that 
just <laughs> play with the expectation that you're going to be the first boot and then you'll never be disappointed. <laughs> like if you get a first boot, then it's like, oh, that's all that I expected. <laughs> so, yeah, I... I kind of like I take from the Sandra playbook, you know, like what do I need to do to get myself through this round? So I wasn't uh, I wasn't 100 percent thinking like obviously I, I was overjoyed when it got to when it got to 10th place and Sherlock like got kicked out. So I like beat my placement. Um, I think that's the only milestone that I had very clear in my head that I was like, oh, that'd be really cool to like beat my previous placement. So from then on, I felt um, I felt fulfilled in my journey, but I was still trying my best to play to win the game. Um, and I definitely I felt pretty bitter towards Kim and, and he is coming to Ireland. So I'm going to give him a very stern talking to later on in the month when he <laughs> comes here. But um, yeah, I um like I was I was sad that I was kicked off, but I, I felt I felt very fulfilled in what I achieved. Like not many people make it to the top five. There are some people who come back loads and loads of times and get a really bad placement every single time. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm not the one to get mad about my like, I, I think fifth place in an all star season. Like, I'll take that. Yeah, no, I get that. That makes sense. Do you see any path to victory, I guess? Um, so I I did come up with a plan. I was because I didn't realize how tight Maddie and Kim actually were. Right. So my plan at the final five, so before we actually got to the captaincy or anything like that, I pitched to Jiffa, Maddie, and Choco that like we we make it so that no matter what happens during this next round, Kim just goes. So if Kim stays captain, let's make a deal that we mutiny him. If my my crew, which was myself and Jiffa, like if we win captain, then we will put up Kim. And we've got the votes for him to go. So that was my plan for that round, the final five round. But then, obviously, like it didn't shake out that way. Um, right. uh, so I think if people were a bit more responsive to that, then I definitely would have stuck around from final five. But then I don't know how I get through final four. I hadn't even thought of that at that point. I was just like, I was pretty shaken up from final six from being on the block in the first place. So, yeah. Uh, what else would I have done differently? Um, there was like a point in time at the final seven, final eight, where I was thinking like, what if I voted off Kim here because he was on the ballot because of the captain's curse? I thought right. about it, but I like squashed those thoughts right away because I was like, um, yeah, and it wouldn't have happened anyway because Matty was the other voter. Um, and I don't think Dragon would have done that. But um, I did like entertain that thought. Um, because, but then I was like, Kim doesn't have much money. <laughs> Um, because he was definitely the person I talked to the least around Final 7, Final 8. Um, 
but I was like, oh, we've we've got a good thing going. So I'll leave it. I'll just see how far I can go with this thing. So I think if I could go back in time, I would tell myself like, no, he's going to put you in Dragon Up next round. But obviously, hindsight 2020, whatever. Hindsight 2021. Oh, yes, yes, exactly. Um, all right. And, um, see, I had some help questions. Sorry, these are the, uh, these are, the, we're getting into the meat of it now, the return question. Okay. Um, one, did you hashtag believe the hyper? Oh, of course I, d- I, be- I believe the hyper, but nobody else did. <laughs> I thought, I thought that they, people did you dirty, especially because that round, you forked out some cash for a cameo from Victoria from Survivor, and you got her to do her thing, try to get some points to get some captaincies going, but I thought that was very dirty that you <laughs> you did that for the team, and then they we all just kicked you out. Um, yeah. No. But I, I, I believe the hype. Uh, but I, I think I think more people should have. <laughs> there you have it, everyone. Um, yeah, what the? <laughs> no, that Victoria cameo really went under the uh, under the radar. Yeah, I've, people bought loads of cameos and and like nobody addressed it ever again. I was like, yo, <laughs> I don't think we reacted enough to this. <laughs> Victoria just said that Victoria told us to believe the hypo. Why are we not listening to her? No. Because she wasn't in a pirate costume. Yeah, I think if she was uh, you would be the winner if she wore a pirate costume. Exactly. I think that would have been the difference and regardless of the fact that Dragon just completely blindsided me that round and really (laughs) my game on his head. Yeah, I wouldn't have minded voting off uh, Yandir in that vote. Because like, I was like, oh, I don't really know Yandir that well. But once yeah, I started, it what's way- the... It, it, sorry? It took me way too long to push the, for the vote to go to him. Yeah, but then like then again, like Yandir didn't like do much pitching. I I think like once I started talking to people, I was like... Oh shit, like hyper's fuck. <laughs> so I was like, get off the hyper train. <laughs> and I'll just like start throwing him under the bus. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm very sorry about that. But I, I was like, oh yo, this guy is fucked. <laughs> there's not long till the vote. I like there's nothing that this guy could do. Like everybody everybody didn't believe the hyper, unfortunately. You know, I still commit three people to vote for my oh, wait, was I what was the... Sorry? My problem is I wasn't willing to throw him under the bus. Yeah. Oh, weren't you on the same season together? Wasn't that it? Down was my closest ally in my season. I was really kind of looking out oh. for him. Oh. And he got the last laugh. I mean, he, he got the next boot. <laughs> yeah. Last it's a small victory. <laughs> I think he cared that much. I haven't talked to him very much since. Oh yeah, I don't know if we'll hear from him again. 
his him and I's relationship is very funny because we're incredibly loyal to each other, but we don't talk at all. <laughs> You've got like an unspoken kind of thing between the two of you. Exactly. Yeah, you just look at each other and you just know. Right. That's that's I think literally it. Yeah, yeah. An unspoken bond. You're bound by your spirits or some shit like that. Sounds fun, yes. Yandere and I are bound by our spirits. Um <laughs> question. Do you hashtag do you still hashtag believe the hypo? Yes, of course. I'm always like I'm always loving your takes and all of the survivor chats. Um I but love your I'm devotion to Rick Devons. Oh, you're in an org as well. I'll actually join. I'll join that and I'll change my nickname to Believe the Hyper. I'll do that right after this interview, actually. So you'll have like groupies in the spec lounge. Choco is watching. Oh, yeah, I'll tell her to Believe the Hyper as well then. I will always Believe the Hyper. See, everyone, this, you can learn from this guy. <laughs> I will I will join the next All-Star season of Pirate Masterwork with you and I'll just throw the game to you. That's how much I believe the hyper. I don't think that would work. I'm All-Star seasons are don't fare well for my playstyle, I don't think. <laughs> oh, you got third though. You could do that again. You could get first. I have to get very lucky and very foolish ally, uh, allies or Dude, that lucky. could be me that could be me I will be your foolish ally no, I've gotten very far <laughs> with the pitch like hey let, the whole hey let's get to the end and then kill each other kind of thing yeah <laughs> the pitch has gotten yeah. me very far <laughs> I like that we'll get of. to the end and we'll kill each other. Exactly. There we go. You heard it. Early, early speculation for the next season. Fire Master. <laughs> All stars. The uh, would be like Minty that. Um, yeah, it would be like like uh, when they got brought back, like Boston Rob and Russell Hans. <laughs> oh, would be like the two captains. Poker Alliance. Kind of oh yeah, yeah. Oh, but they got fucked, didn't they, in that season? <laughs> so maybe not, yeah. like, who who came back and won together? I don't know. Um, Aaron and Tony? We'll be like Cops or Us. Yeah, we'll be like them. Yeah. And then I'll, I'll like, throw the fire challenge to you, and I'll just, like, start crying. I know that's perfect. Yeah, yeah I think so. They <laughs> might call you by your last name. <laughs> yeah, call me by your minty. Glad you've said that because I needed an I needed an episode title for this. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh dear, where's this going? You tell me. I, I'm all ears for anything else you want to talk about. Ay, ay, ay. Oh, yeah, I found it so funny. <laughs> like, I was chatting to Matty because I, like, checked out the podcast and I was like, yo, <laughs> Hyper hates me. He, like, interviewed the first place person, the second place, the third per third place, <laughs> fourth place. And then he was like, okay, that 
I'm good though. <laughs> I was like, damn. Oh, literally, they I, all asked. They were all like, hey, can we come on the pod? And I was like, because uh, <laughs> I was like was joking originally, about it with Matt. <laughs> You're good. I was originally, originally just going to interview Choco. That was the original plan. It was just talk to Choco. Because her and I had kind of, you know, obviously downplayed the fact that we were a very, very tight two from day one. Ah. We were kind of going to pull the wall off from over that, and then everyone was like, we kind of knew. Oh, I had no clue about that. Yeah, no, she, I mean, the classic story, of course, of me being on the phone with her and being like, hey, can I say this negative thing about you? Just typing it. Oh, that's very sneaky, actually. Yeah. But then you ended up on the block together, didn't you? Oh. Rest in pieces. Yeah, <laughs> people just wanted to. Oh, Choco was just so limp this season because she was on the block eight times. <laughs> no one wanted her to vote because they knew they she wasn't going to vote in their interests. Oh, I, I feel really bad because I feel like I feel like I was the person that started that like trajectory for because I was the first person because I had I did really shit preparation I'll tell you that much hype but I did not study the like sorry didn't do any pre-gaming not really no yeah I just came because I was like the only person from my season except for Kim who like voted me out so I didn't really know him that well but I, I like I didn't really know the placements of people beforehand or like the play styles of everyone. So I put two winners on the block like the first time I won captaincy. And it wasn't until I went into the like past seasons tab and I was like, oh shit, there's like seven people from season nine here and I just put up their winner. <laughs> like I'm gonna have people so mad at me. Then they were like, Yeah, no, this makes sense. <laughs> Oh, but Choco, me, me and Choco has like this. I, I feel like if this were like an edited TV show, it would be about like me and Choco's relationship, how it went from, you know, we started off as like we didn't know each other. And then I like I put her up, like not wanting her to go out, but I it was still a shitty thing to do of me. But then like she goes on a vengeful like thing towards me and then I come back at her and then we kind of like go quiet for a bit and then we come back at we come back together at like final six. <laughs> oh yeah because oh, no, I like kept like a, uh, Yeah we ended up making <laughs> Yeah because um so at finals eight and seven I was like I, yo I don't I don't know if I want to vote out Choco. So I voted out and Andrew or no I voted out Chris and Kevin. Um and then that actually came back when Final Six came along. Choco talked to me and was like, I really appreciated what, what you did for me at the Final Seven and Eight. I'm going to keep you this round. And then, like, the, the final act is, like, me and her end up on the block together at Final Five. So I think it, I think it was a beautiful friendship, the block. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like that would be uh, that would be the story arc if this this was like an actual like Survivor TV show kind of a thing. I feel like we, we were cops are us. Apart apart from me and you, I think me and Choco was like the relationship of the season. And if anything, I'm Ben. Yeah, <laughs> you're like a oh like I'm Taylor and you're Figgy. 
like I lost you pre pre <laughs> pre jury, and the whole time I was like, "Where's my hyper? I lost my hyper." Tails. Oh, or like, oh, if I won, then you could have been Nadia, and I would have been Natalie. Exactly. Yeah, you're my twenty. There we go. <laughs> it has been wonderful talking to you. Um, oh, I had another question. This one's very fun. This is the last question. Oh, you consider yourself a good orc player? Oh, <laughs> I wish I could say yes, but I, I think I just. I feel like if I was on an actual one of these shows, I feel like I'd do pretty okay for myself. But I feel like on orgs, I. I don't know. I feel like the time commitment is especially, oh my gosh, time zones are the absolute killer in this industry. Because <laughs> I feel like like when I'm like most active, everybody else is fucking like waking up at that point. <laughs> so I feel like that's working against me in the first place. But I also think that I'm the kind of person where, as I said earlier, I'm always like whether there's any drama in, in real life, I'm always the last one to find out about it. Like there was, I was at a house party the other night and, and it wasn't until the morning after that I found out like that there was a massive like fight between these two lads that were there. So I think I definitely, I would be the kind of player that has like their fingers on the pulse of the game. Um, I think I'm very, I'm very, very emotional as a player. I'm like, if you nominate me then i'm gonna go on like a path of destruction towards you which isn't a very clever way to go about the game and i also yeah i think just my mind says like i'll i, I will never forgive myself if i backstab my friend to take the easier person to beat to the end and then i get beaten by that person i'm, I'm always right. like i'll stick with my allies as far as i can take them so i don't I don't think I have like the killer instinct to win, but I think I am an entertaining player. So it depends on what your definition of a good org player is. I think I bring spicy confessionals. I, <laughs> I bring the sass. I bring the <laughs> bring all of that. So I'm entertaining, but I'm a shit player. That's what I am. You are like like the JD of Pyromast org. Thank you. Yeah, even though I didn't like him on the show, actually. <laughs> but I'll take that. I'll take that. Beautiful. I have to run, So, but this was great. This was lovely. Thank you so much for having me, Hyper. Absolutely. I, I, Sorry. And I was... If you would have just... Oh, had... no! <laughs> if I just told you. Hey. I was like, oh, Hyper hates me. <laughs> Absolutely not. No, you're fantastic. I love you. Yay! Oh, I love you too. And I, and I will spread the word. I will, I'll like, a, I'm like a Mormon. I'll, like, go into other servers and just, like, spread the word. Tell people to believe the hyper. I actually need a long less of that right now. I need to, I gotta keep that. Oh, you need to keep yourself humble. I need to, uh, I need to keep myself... <laughs> To keep myself a little un underinflated, I think. <laughs> oh, I'll, t I'll tell people not to believe the hyper then. How about that? Here we go. Here we go. And anti. Um, <laughs> and yeah, an, yeah like an, uh, what's it called? A misinformation campaign. 
Yeah, like whatever the opposite of a hype man is. I'll just like I'll just go around and tell people that you're shit. Right. Hashtag don't play the hype. Yeah, I'll, and I'll get a Victoria cameo where she says that. Coach cameo where he says that. Yeah, even Rick Devon's cameo. Imagine how emotionally distraught people would think I would be if she told me told people not to play the hype. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't think you'd ever be able to show your face in public again after that. Now, to be honest, no, there's not a lot of public face showing. I don't think most of our listeners have seen my face. To be fair, ah, yeah, you're like a private man. You you keep your life behind closed doors. I I try to. There's a, yeah, you keep your org life and your private life separate. That's the only way to do it. You're like a really good actor. Like you, <laughs> you don't let people in. You, uh, you kind of like to well, improve I, your performances in orgs. Miss that about, um, miss that about entertainers. Like I very much miss like uh, people's private lives and public lives being very separate things. Like I miss the air of, or the air of mystique that came from that. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I like. I I feel like the actors I like most are the ones that I know absolutely nothing about, like their private lives. So I I feel like I'll take that and apply it to <laughs> my org peeps. No, actually, I hate that. No, yeah, because the bit I love the most is like getting to know people. Yeah, no, me too. Just keep a little bit. Oh, yeah. Keep a little bit to your... Stay mysterious, I think. And then people will... Uh, people will be, like, uh, begging for... Yeah, yeah. I think that's it. Like, make some allure, I think. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like I sounded like a fucking mess on this podcast. <laughs> You sound like you're like enthusiastic about the topic, and you know you're enjoying yourself. I mean, I'm sorry if I feel like I'm not matching your energy level because I've done too many of these interviews at this point. I, that's the thing. I should have been first in line. Now you're just like, it's like a pipeline for you. I don't like. Jaded. I'm like the bottom feeder. <laughs> I mean, I would never go that far, but. I'll, I promise I'll be first in line for the Pirate Master All-Stars 5 when you're doing <laughs> exit interviews with uh, with the winner. I'll make sure that um, I'm the first in line there to have my uh, Well, you'll be the winner. So. With the... Oh, wait. No, 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 no. Because I'll, I'll, I'll throw the game to you. So no, interview with the runner-up. Runner so... so. No, 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 because I'm throwing to you, so uh, you'll be the winner, and you'll be interviewing me, because I'll be the runner-up. Okay, fair enough. Enough, I'll take that. And it'll be, it'll be like, known as, like, the best season of Pirate Milestorg ever. And the subtitle will be, believe the Hyper. Hyper's Voyage was the, uh, was a working title for the <gasps> season 11. <laughs> Hyper's Voyage. <laughs> And then Big Mike just quits and he's just like, here, like, Hyper's going to be the host from now on. on. Like, I can't do any better than this guy. He's also playing this season, but yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I gotta run. I got a thing for a fucking challenge people are trying to throw, and I'm not letting it happen. Sounds good. Yeah, yeah. I've just joined the uh, server there. So, yeah, I'm gonna go and uh, root for you. I will enjoy. You're about to hear me do some more auto tuned singing. I think it'll actually remind you a lot of our team. <laughs> nice. Uh, got to make a trap, a trap beat. I get to auto tune, sing, rap, a cheer over it. So, right back, fucking into it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice one. Yeah, sure. This was really, really fun. Thank you so much for uh, having me on to chat about everything. Yeah, that was great. Let's talk soon. Of course. Yeah. See you around.